Hey, before we begin, I want to talk about Race Tech Pulp 21 to save. So if you've been needing some motor work, need some suspension work, need the suspension dialed in for you, or need the motor modified, the guys at Race Tech can uh, make sure that uh, the work is done right. And Alex Ray and those guys on that team, SGB Maxis Kawasaki, they use Race Tech. Mookie won a Supercross using. Race Tech Suspension up in Montreal at one point. They've been around forever. You know the name. You know the, the game that those guys do. They do great work. And if you're on the fence for getting that suspension oil changed, I mean, look, just get it changed. Show your bike some love. The guys at Race Tech can dial you in. Pulp 21 is a code to save. So if you call down there and you go on their website, which is super informative, tells you the spring rates that you need and everything, mention Pulp MX and get the discount from the folks at Race Tech. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,700 podcasts delivered with over 17 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, Facts and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by the folks at Renthal, Maxis Motorsport, and Coba Links. Uh, Fly Racing's 2021 line is expanded and they've gone deeper more than ever before. And uh, their Formula Helmet featuring Rion technology, the Zone Pro goggle, of course. They've got the light pant that they completely redesigned for 2021. If you're in the market for a helmet or for uh, gear or goggles or whatever it is, Fly Racing guys, please check those guys out, man. They've, uh, they really support the sport. Presenting sponsors of Supercross. They got Osborne, they got Bogle, they got Brayton, they got Savachi, among others. Flyracing.com. Thanks to the folks at Renthal as well. A fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Renthal.com. Thanks to the hard work and dedication to detail. The Renthal factory has been helping world class riders achieve their championship goals since the beginning, way back in 1969. Chains, sprockets, bars, grips, among other things, mountain bike products as well. Renthal.com. Quality products you know the name and you know what they stand for maxis.com a ray using the maxis uh, tires mxsts to get in the main event this past weekend breaking a two race uh drought for him to get in the main so a ray out there uh 83 on the uh on the program but number one in your heart maxis tires mxsts minion uh tire available on mountain bikes i use that a lot i really really like it uh light truck tires trailer tires utv tires maxis.com of course the king Jeremy McGrath up in this uh, King of the Hammers race uh, in a Maxxis uh, Cowie UTV of some sort. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. But it's been almost 25 years since Kobolinks lowered the first motorcycle based in Boise, Idaho. They made the Suzuki DR350 seat height a little shorter for trail riders around the world. Well, today they have a lowering suspension link for everything from Aprilia to Yamaha used by trail riders, motocross racers, and adventure tours. Uh, each one is still seen seat in Idaho for riders of all ages, heights, and abilities. Increased plus niche. Improve cornering, gain confidence by having a lower center of gravity on your bike. So if you're a shorter 
stature guy, <clears throat> JT, you can maybe use a Cobalink. Uh, visit Cobalinks.com, 15% off any link, and free U.S. shipping by using the code PulpMX. Cobalinks.com, built in Boise. K-O-U-B-A, links.com. Ryan Villapoto, myself, use motorsport.com for OEM and aftermarket parts. Uh, great customer service. I just had a return to make from those guys for parts that I bought for Project 500, and it was so, so easy. Motorsport.com, supporting the sport. They're also going to help out Filthy Phil Nicoletti for the outdoors, which is awesome. So, uh, really good company, uh, great prices, and uh, a lot of cool stuff going on. They've got a, a promotion with Armor going on right now. They've got a promotion with X-Brand go- goggles going on right now. So they've uh, tied in with a lot of our sponsors as well. So uh, use the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com. Click on that. Go to Motorsport. It helps us uh, helps us out a little bit with our affiliate program. So thanks to Motorsport.com for all their support. Uh, thanks to Weege and JT for jumping on this podcast. There's lots to talk about, as you all know. All right, on to the show. All right, everybody. Now, as promised, on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast to cover all that happened at the Indianapolis 2 Supercross. Uh, of course, I'm Steve Mathis. With me on the line, uh, he is the voice of the Outdoor Series. Uh, he was uh, not at Indianapolis, but uh, he was there in spirit. He's uh, Jason Wygant. What's up, Weege? Yeah. Wow. We got It's going to be a good one. This, this, this is, is going to be a good one. There's... There's a lot to digest here. Uh, also on the line from uh, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Again, Justin Brayton uh, using the Zone Pro goggle. I mean, we's just lucky to be out there. Just lucky to be out there. Uh, you know, he's older, okay? And we're putting up a fight, and we're giving it our best effort, you know? Yep. You don't need to badmouth the guy just because he had some problems and crashes. My gosh. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. I'm, uh, I'm a little frazzled. I just drove... Uh, back from a dealer had a seminar tonight so i'm trying to get my stuff together here but i'm i'm here i'm ready okay all right i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it have there's been a lot of ama never change moments in the sport since we've been all involved in it has anything topped allowing a rider to race the main event because they screwed up uh and not let them let ride the lcq has there been Anything that tops this. I, I, I was struggling today on the plane ride. I was trying to think of some stuff. Obviously, the, the, the suspensions for Tickle and Cade uh, were ridiculous. Um, you know, there was, uh, when I was a mechanic, there were, were there was times where I could roll my bike through tech without uh, a rear brake pedal. There was, uh, there's just, there's, there's so many things over the years. And this, Weege, this might top it. This might, this might do it. I, I, I don't know. I can't think of anything. It's a rash decision because we know that there have been many never-changed AMA moments. So I'm probably forgetting something. We've definitely had some that are great. Uh, I mean, just as early as this year of, you know, they didn't have a Gas Gas logo ready right. uh, on the live timing and scoring. Um, but as far as I can remember now, and please, someone, if there were crazier things, please feel free to tell us on Twitter because we would like yeah. to enjoy those moments again. Yeah. 20, no. 2017. Oh. East Rutherford is the only thing that will ever top, or could ever could ever top this night. But that wasn't AMA. You no, know, uh, yeah. it was not. I'm right, just saying right, overall. Right. Um, so for people, no, who- nothing ever top for a pure comedy race. No, the, the, the LCQs and semis, Jersey 17. <laughs> yeah, still on top of my book. The uh, so Mukoff Honda's Mitchell Oldenburg, uh, his bike breaks in the heat race. He crashes. He has to go back to the truck. The team swaps out a motor. The mechanic for Oldenburg 
Uh, there's a frame sticker on every bike for, through, that goes through tech inspection. So you, you use the same bike all night. Now, if you have frame damage, you can change your frame out. Uh, the AMA will inspect it and make sure that, that you do indeed need to change your frame. And you can do that. They'll, they'll let you do that. This team did not do that. They just changed the motor. However, they did put a new frame sticker on last week or last Indy 1, sorry, and they put a new sticker on, and the AMA failed to write that uh, that sticker down. So when they went to the LCQ with the fresh, freshly rebuilt motor, they somehow decided that that moment was the moment to check frame stickers, and at that moment they said, you changed your frame, you're not allowed to race, because you, you, know, you didn't tell us, and the team did not do that, and so Mitchell Oldenburg could not race the LCQ, and therefore could not get in the main event. But... Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Mitchell Oldenburg is on the line for the main event because the, a- the team dragged uh, the AMA back to their truck, showed them the motor that they changed, and then the AMA was like, oh, our bad. You can start in the second row in the main event despite not qualifying for it, which is amazing. And then the jet pulls out of the main event with a shoulder, and Oldenburg scoots into the jet spot. Now, Bobby Piazza, the privateer who got fifth in the LCQ, he's upset on social media. We're all WTF. Mitchell Oldenburg did a social post. I just, it's just mind-blowing that they let Mitchell Oldenburg line up. I mean, they screwed up the frame thing. Yes. But to just go, ah, you know what? Go ahead and race. I can't believe it. I can't believe it, JT. Do we have any sort of explanation? I feel like between the two of you, I know, Steve, you were reaching out to Mike Pelletier. I don't know where that went. And then, Weege, I know you spoke to other powerful people in the sport. I am befuddled by all of this. Well, I just just told you Muckoff's side of things and what what happened. And it seems pretty realistic. I don't care about Muckoff's side. They're fine. They didn't do anything wrong. I'm worried about the AMA how they got to this decision. How did they logically put no, together? They, they, yeah, nothing official. I've yet to get a text back from anybody, the AMA. Okay. But they told Muckoff, yeah, sorry, that's our bad. You get to ride the main. That's, that's what I'm, wa- I, I just want to hear from the AMA. Muckoff, they did nothing wrong. If they tell him like, Hey, yeah, let's ride the main. Perfect. Well, yeah, we're in unbelievable. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, we'll take it. I'm just more concerned with how did this ever come to be? From the decision makers. If 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 you check the frame number with Oldenburg and you go, hey, man, you changed your frame. You're not allowed to race. And the team's like, no, no, no. We just changed the motor. We just changed the motor. How about you just let them race the LCQ and sort it out after that? Say, okay, after this race, you need to show show me your motor that you changed out or you need to show me that you, you need to prove that you did not change this frame because, you know, mistakes happen. They didn't authorize the – they didn't write down the new frame sticker number. But to just turn him away I, I, and then let him in, I don't know what's worse. Well, letting the, tur- him in. Well, the, turning, the Le- turning away is not cool, but letting him in is – you're breaking like every rule ever. Like I, I don't even know how that's possible. Like he, lit- he technically did not qualify. But now, that, but now that we know this – and the AMA can be changed. I encourage all riders, fifth on back in the LCQ, head up to the gate. Plead your case. Maybe maybe <laughs> talk about some gargoyles. Maybe talk about, like, uh, solar eclipses. 
maybe tell them about your 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 hardships in life because apparently they may let you in. They may just let you in. So from here on out, everyone who's listening, charge like the Capitol building, charge the main event. Because, charge life? Because they may let you in because it's insane. It's it's nuts. So it, it gets even worse. And I don't know if this is going to be fixed because I, as of today, it's not. So Mitchell Oldenburg, in what can only be described as the motocross gods, not uh, agreeing with this decision, his bike breaks. In the main event, and he finishes like 18th or something, right? So, Jet is out. So now there's only 22 riders. Jet is gone. He's not even on the sheets. John Short gets 22nd, but does not have a point. They didn't. Uh, they didn't give him a point. He crashed in the first turn. He actually started the race, crashed in the first turn, pulled off, and he got no points. And Oldenburg got some points because his bike broke. Jet's not even on the sheets. Sweet Jesus, Weege. So Oldenburg does not qualify, does not finish the race. Got a point. Got more two points points. than John Short. Yeah. Who qualified? Got two points. John Short gets zero points. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, John. You have nothing. Right. So we're letting everybody know you get one point for 20th, 21st, or 22nd, correct? Yes. But because there are 23, technically, which is not John Short's fault at all. It is not Don Short. He has nothing to do with the fact that there's an extra motorcycle oh. in this race, but he gets penalized. Wait, I'm sorry. They have fixed it. I just looked at the new sheets okay, right now. It. All right. Okay. And, I, and I said that earlier that they may fix it. So John yes. Short does have a point, but he was okay. listed as no points. Oh, and he, he has was, a point. All right. And he was wondering WTF. So, And Jet is 23rd. Jet is now on the sheets as 23rd. John, Jet Lawrence has a point also. I, no, I don't, that's fine. That's actually yeah. by the rules, no, I'd no, say. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. Get manned up for the LCQ, you get a point uh, if you yeah, qualify yeah. for the main. And, and by the way, when Lane Shaw was putting serious heat on him, that was our first clue that something's up. Oh. Something's up with Chad Lawrence. Dude. <laughs> Lane Shaw giving the jet all he could handle for a couple of laps. Um, but this is, I am, I, I guess the decision to, to race, like JT said, the decision to race the main is worse than the decision to turn him away due to their mistake. But it's probably 60-40. It's phenomenal. I don't know yeah, how you, the mistake I don't know is how pretty you, bad too. Yeah, the mistake's horrible. But I don't know how you do a makeup call. Like <laughs> I don't know either. I, I don't like, get ah, it at all. Hey, Olderberg, there's no doubt you would have got top four there. You have a shitty start gate because your bike DNF'd in the heat, so you're way on the outside. Yes, he's a great rider, but you know what? You're in. Okay. And if that's Bobby Piazza. Uh, who has the same issue, any chance they put him in the main? No. 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 Right? No. And of here's why. Not. I don't believe – it. I mean, the, the obvious thing is that the fix is in because they favor the big teams and they hate the privateers. This, unfortunately, would come down to you have to plead your case. And I don't think Piazza has a large enough crew to get the job to done. To get a motor and done. And then right. argue. Right. And then drag them back to the pits. And then show them the engines out of the bike. And right. all these things. It's It would come down to you have to have a good enough uh, legal team. But, and the larger team is going to have enough staff. It, Whoever managed to drag the AMA guy out of there and into the pits. I think, brilliant I think performance. Nate just put Thule in a, in a headlock, I think, and dragged him back. Have you, ever, have you ever dealt with Yareev? Good point. He is very persistent. Okay, so if so, anybody could pull it off, it would be Yareev. Okay, so 
why, when the frame sticker didn't match and the team said, no, we just changed the motor, we don't know why you have the wrong number there, sir, you know, we're not sure, why wouldn't the AMA say, well, finish this race and we're going to get to the bottom of that, right? Well, I guess from what we heard is they thought it was impossible to change a motor that quickly. So they're already very high. How is it impossible? I've been a. F- I, I can we change I know, it's it. happened a million times. It's happened a million times. A million times. Well, not a million. Uh, Thirty to forty, probably. So not As a million. As a matter of fact, right. how many times does it not happen? I cannot think of a factory level team, whatever you want to consider muck off, and then any team above that. When a rider at that level, whatever the hell happens in the heat, they always they get it. Make done. it back. It, it was Bogle. T- Bogle didn't make it this year, right? In LCQ, yes. Chadry didn't make it. Chad uh, Reed didn't make it once. Chad Reed's had an oil uh, leak in Anaheim. He missed. He missed one of the triple crowns. Yeah, missed oh. one of the the middle main events. Triple crowns. Yeah, triple crown is a little different. That yep. is right. That was when uh, everybody laughed and uh, said, "JGR, why don't you have backup bikes?" And then they were the first team that ever needed a backup bike. And then uh, with Bogle, though, his issue was something else. Something else broke. The, you know, back before uh, back before live TV, this was going back to 2003 Atlanta. Steve, you were might have been there. I don't remember, but we had to sit on the starting line for the LCQ and wait for. I'm gonna say it was Larry Ward. Fifteen, yeah, fifteen yep. minutes for Larry Ward but, to get his engine but, switched. But he, no, <laughs> it's, Larry Ward then pulled the holy in the main and gave it he did. number one. We did, <laughs> we did motor swaps on those god awful steel frame YZ450s. It was like 26 minutes with three guys: one guy on the right side, one guy on the left side, one guy floating between the the the, the bikes. Like that's what it, that's what it takes to change a motor. There's no issue with changing a motor in between a heat and an LCQ with a, for a team, for a big team. So there's yeah, no issue. I'm getting at. Right, there's no it, issue it is, for that. It, yes, it is much more rare. If they don't get it done, like with Bogle, it's like, really? How could that happen? It, when they do get it done, it's like, well, of course, that's what they do. It wasn't odd at all to uh, see him going down to the line. And then just say to them, we're going to figure this out, and, and, and if, you, if you're lying to us, then the guy, right, the guy in fifth gets your spot if you make it, or what? You know what I mean? Like, it's very easy... To correct all of this by letting Mitchell Oldenburg line up. Yeah, but I understand. They're saying their senses were heightened because for some reason they were shocked. They did this motor but change. It, but, the but, 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 and but, they had a frame sticker number that didn't match. But but if the team is saying, look, we can prove it to you. I you imagine know. this is no, all I going agree. down in the tunnel. I agree. We did not change yeah. the frame. We can prove it to you. Just let us race this race. You know, and, we'll fig- yeah. and we'll, we will show this after the race. It's... They just gave him a spot in the main. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Um, like you said, the motocross gods, that was very nice of them uh, to have his bike not finish. But Oldenburg's a great rider, and there's a lot of guys out in this field. It's not inconceivable to say that he gets a podium. And whoever gets fourth is going to be like, are you kidding me? Wow. He shouldn't have been out there. Yeah. It's It's amazing. And 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 then just to give him a spot, and then so Bobby Piazza, privateer Bobby Piazza, he's he's a he's a good dude. He's on social media. He's upset. A lot of fans are upset that Bobby didn't get to race because he got fifth in the LCQ. But they have no leg to stand on. And I told Bobby that, like, I'm not. Bobby shouldn't have got to race. This is this isn't an alternate thing where Jet pulls out. They have alternates for the triple crown. If you can't make the qualifying, the, the, the start of the Triple Crown, you can get in if you're an alternate after qualifying before the night show. That's it. A normal Supercross race does not have alternates. When Jet pulled off, Bobby can't race. So I don't want to hear that on Twitter and social media. Like, I'm not saying 
Mitchell's in, Mitchell getting in is an entirely different conversation than Bobby Piazza getting in. Yes, they did not put Mitchell in because Lawrence Object. was out. No. Right. Now, it may have but looked that because he took Jets, worse. he checked Jets, yeah. he took Jets' spot. And, truth, right. and truthfully, Jets should have, someone, I get this though, I'm not going to come down too hard on them, someone should have said, you can't do that, you're second row. Oh, totally. Right. That's the point I was going to make. Now, th- this is a minor mistake in comparison to the one of letting him race at all, but you cannot let him pull into Lawrence's gate because the entire pushback they're getting now of, I can't believe they gave him Lawrence's spot and not Piazza, is because he took his gate. If he started in the back row, if he didn't take Lawrence's gate, most people wouldn't be putting all these pieces together. It looks like they told Lawrence, oh, if you're out, fine, give us that gate. We'll give it to this Oldenburg guy. We yeah. owe him one. Yeah. That's not how it actually worked. But by letting him actually start on the front row, now he's not even penalized. He didn't even get the worst gate. What He would have gotten 19th? 19th yeah, pick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got the 19th pick. Uh, he actually got a better pick you than know, riders who made it in. I thought I saw it all when Ryan Morris was the 23rd fastest guy in Toronto a few years ago and was just allowed oh. to race the main because there was yeah. only 23 guys and yeah. they didn't want to eliminate one guy and – I thought that was odd, but I got that. That was but, awesome. But that was weird. Um, well, they, they told us that riders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, no. everyone knew from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. I know. But I'm just saying, like, everybody. that that was super weird. Like, some guy in the second row of an AMA Supercross race. Uh, but but I get it, and that was fine. And and this one, the guy didn't ride the LCQ, and he got in. So, yeah. Uh, it also gets worse, Weech. Go ahead. Well... Uh, you mean the AMA side? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, are we moving on? This, this is the beginning of the race. We're going to move on to the end? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just. Okay. Um, now, last year on the television shows, it appeared that Ralph Shaheen got confused sometimes over what was the last lap and the finish and the checkers that happened a couple times. In this case, Todd Harris got confused, but completely understandable because there was no last lap. There was just a last lap. They never had a last lap, but there was a last lap of the race because it suddenly just ended. Suddenly just ended. Four seconds to go on the clock. Yeah. The leader, Colt Nichols, goes across the line. There's four seconds left. At that point, it's like, he didn't make it. There's four seconds left. He'll come all the way back around, and then it will be clock expired, one lap to go. So even the the graphic on the TV screen says two to go. He's going to come around once, and he's going to get the white. He's going to come around again, and then for some reason, checker flags out. The live guys were so confused. Nichols was so confused. It was So they just threw the checkers early. Just here you go, no white flag or anything. Now, Craig wasn't. What I believe happened there is they just it was within four. And look, man, I, I announced outdoors like they have, dude. If that thirty-minute clock, if there is even one second, they let that clock expire. They yeah. never pull the two-lap card or in Supercross case the white flag early. Never. If it is not at zero, they never pull it. So four seconds is actually a lot of time. It's come down to two and one, and they don't do this. So how this happened? I don't know. But well, they decided, oh, the clock's expired. Pull the white flag out. But the leader already went by. It, it, it's So we got conflicting results. It's that the, the white flag came out for some people, but not not some people. But I, I, I heard everybody but No, I checked, with, I checked with two guys that said they never saw the white. Right. So, yeah. like, you know, Craig, who was in second, maybe not. Yeah. No, yeah. He, he did not. Well, you could – if you watch Cole Nichols go over the finish line, you can see him look back in the air. Oh, yeah. He's like, checkers? And then he yeah. goes down to the next turn and turns around and looks again. He's like, checkers? Yeah. So yeah. it's pretty obvious. Right. It didn't screw up the race, luckily. 
Um, and they avoided a big one on that because let's say there was a battle. You know, it didn't – it might have affected some position deeper in the pack. Well, I guess most of those guys got a white flag, I suppose. But what if Craig and Nichols were battling to the end and that was almost materializing at one point? It That would have been some somebody – whoever got second would have been pissed. Yeah, yeah, and if you're Will Hahn, you're like fighting hard to, to – because your guy, but your guy won the race. She's <laughs> like, uh, you're like, oh damn it, that, we needed a white flag, and then you're like, the other guy's saying, no, we're good, dude, we didn't need a white flag, yeah. we won, yeah. So, anyways, but um, I want to say, JT, if you're in that situation, let's say you're battling for some position, even the lead, whatever it might mm -hmm. be, and you do believe that there's several laps to go, or at least two, and then all of a sudden the race is over, wouldn't you be pissed? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, imagine if you're Cooper Webb in that scenario, it could completely ruin your day. Yeah, I mean that's his. He basically makes his money on the last lap of the race. Yep. Oh, God. It was a rough night for the AMA. Now I brought this up on our previous show. We had the unbelievable situation with the track design uh, at the previous race on Saturday with the free practice, the berm not being angled the right way, riders not knowing if they're supposed to do a ninety or one eighty, teammates running into each other, not sure which one took out which. Um, I. I cannot think that all of these things happening in one season. I don't think it's a coincidence. Something is different. Really? They're either shorter staffed or in a rush or trying to do three tracks and three rents in a week. Uh, or they are, they're socially distanced and they can't communicate. Right. There's no way that this could be happening coincidentally, right? Uh, I don't know. I've seen the AMA a lot over the years. <laughs> uh, but why I, would I, any of that affect this? I'm just thinking they must be short-staffed, in a rush, and it's leading to every mistake in the possible book because we've seen it all. That's all I can think of. I don't know. The, the I don't know how anything that could affect the white flag. That's what I mean. Like, I, or, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. No, I agree. Now, we got to bring up one other thing. Uh, how did Jet Lawrence get hurt? The, the tough block that wasn't there that then appeared – and then was removed and never came back. Yeah, well, I claimed him. But so people are upset about that, and I understand it. But that happens all the time. Like that's 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 a common issue. These tough blocks, uh, there's, it's a shit show with these tough blocks, and nobody does, nobody seems to care. And I've ranted and raved about these things. Well, you that, can't put them on the landings of jumps. That's but, that's but one. They've been on landings. Start lots of times. Yeah, but I, I would say in general, don't do it. Yeah. Like I wrote like I wrote today, don't do it. Stop doing it. Right. But th they won't. They'll probably have them on the jump on the landing this weekend. They 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 do this. I don't I don't get it. They also change the track in the middle of qualifying sometimes. Just like, oh hey, yeah, we're just gonna change the track. We're gonna affect the, the, the track seating, the track speed. Yeah, just sorry. Sorry about that. Here's what I have heard. I don't know if you guys know this. Uh maybe you do. So there was I guess like a hump bump type thing. Um that the, the riders and teams said, hey, that's kind of not working. It's making the section one line just not leading the passing. So I guess they took that out, but then they were afraid that the trajectory the riders are going to have on that jump was going to send them too far toward the mechanics. So they put a tough block there to keep the riders out of the mechanics area. Um, Jet got to it quickly. Yeah. That was a, what, second yeah. lap? Yeah. First lap? I mean, it's definitely not a ideal like jt said don't do it they they do a lot of it and you know at the end of the day jet drifted up there right uh, a lot of guys didn't right how many guys hit how many guys before jet you know were okay there uh, well i don't know i mean it was the first lap it was the first one yeah but <laughs> not it, many it, it was there in practice right no 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 no, no that's the point no 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 it appeared yes in the night show 
Oh, and the only that, reason was, Jet jumped there is because it was the first time it was there. I thought it was there all. Then, then he then he jumped it. Um, yeah, I just it's yeah we've seen it all the time. Again, nothing we can do with these tough blocks. John Short took out a Suzuki tough blocks in the whoops, knocked on the start straight, and some guy almost died. I watched it. He he didn't die. He he slammed on his brakes. But this tough block is just it's just there for him. Just scattered. It's another lane, and it just scattered on out there. Nothing we can do. Nothing we can do about tough blocks. Uh, we can't make them triangular like we do in Europe. We can't make them longer, so they don't move as easy. We can't do any of that. It's it's just we can't also keep track of pre- people's positions off the start in the first turn. Can't do that either. Not possible. I don't know. I don't know what to say to these guys. Like I get it. I get people. Everybody being upset, but this is this is something that we see a lot. I I'm not as mad about the tough block situation as you are, but you definitely can't put them on the landings of jumps when everybody thinks that's their landing line. Like, or if you're gonna do it, the only thing I was mentioned, I wrote down to mention here. If you're going to do something like that, you're going to add a tough block. You have to go down the line before the heat race and tell everybody. Like all four heat races, you have to go walk down. And they've done this. I've seen AMA do this, not with necessarily with tough blocks, but in other situations. Hey, we changed this. Hey, we added this here. Be careful because it's there. You have to do that. And I'm not saying they didn't do it. I'm, I'm very – I doubt highly that they did. But you have to let everybody know. I guarantee you, in this situation, they they didn't. Yep, it it, it was, does go through there one lap. The first lap of the heat race is clean. Yeah, uh, second lap hits it. Right. Second lap, yeah. But that did become the natural race line. Maybe when it was gone, but I mean, Craig was hitting that every time. Yeah, I. Uh, it it was a rough night. It was. I can, I cannot believe Oldenburg got to race the main event. <laughs> Just like here you go, bud. Sorry. You know, they asked, uh, we had a press conference today, and uh, the three 250 riders, they said, do you know anything about this? you got any opinion on it? And everybody's like, I don't really know. It's super confusing. Moseman's like, I'm still wondering. I, I still don't understand. I just watched the TV show back, and I still don't get it. But uh, Nichols, you know, none of them were upset about it because, look, it didn't affect any of their points or anything. But Nichols did throw in a sly, so I don't know, I guess maybe we get a mulligan now. <laughs> yeah. But like you said, like, storm the gate. Make your case. I don't know. Yeah, just bring Johnny Cochran if he was around still, and maybe <laughs> maybe you can get in. It's amazing. Yep. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's fantastic uh, amount of things all, all conspiring together. I mean, had the Jet thing completely unrelated not happened, then the Oldenburg thing wouldn't look nearly as bad and vice versa. But you can't let them – no, I don't. Here's the one thing I don't know. I didn't. I didn't realize Oldenburg put up a video. I'm, I see it here, but I can't listen to it because we're doing a show. Um, does he mention if he was given that gate or did he just go for it? Uh, I heard he just went for it from somebody that was down oh, there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't. So they, didn't, they didn't tell him it was okay. To no. No. It. No. He yeah. He just was like, "Oh, cool, sweet. It. I got a gate." Yeah. So. I mean, nice try on his part. He. I feel like you got to DQ him in that case. Now it didn't matter because he's out anyway. But right. And I'm sure they were not saying they were. They said back row, dude. Not if a right. gate opens up, go ahead and go yeah, go ahead and take it. it. Yeah, it's. Uh, but I'd say on his part, nice try. I I, I would have tried it too. Yeah. Amazing, just amazing. Yes. <sighs> all right, let's get to the. Yeah. Right. What anything right, else? Is there anything else? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Just, this is all we wanted. That's all we wanted. That that's it. Uh, okay. But but also, calm down, Piazza Nation. Calm down, Piazza Nation out there because. Uh, he doesn't deserve to get in. You just got to understand that, too. 
Yeah, there is no what we're saying yeah, is in it, a nutshell. Yeah. Just because Jet doesn't race, uh, uh no one else takes his gate. Like that's the rule. I got There's so no many one, no one else gets in. I got so many DMs about they, they screwed Piazza, they screwed Bobby. Uh, no, they didn't. No, that's got nothing to do with it. Nothing. But yeah. maybe if Bobby could talk in him into it, maybe next week he can get in. <laughs> so uh. Um the the example somebody gave, you know, Nichols got uh, landed on. Uh, heat race last year in Salt Lake City. He qualified for the main anyway. He didn't race the main. I guess they didn't take anybody else. They just left the gate open. So yeah. they do not take alternates. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, well, practice back here to see if that tough block is uh, is there. But anyway, go ahead. Ken Roxon got the uh, was the first repeat winner of the year. Points leader Kenny Roxon. Uh, he rode a pretty much perfect race. Uh, didn't get the whole shot, but uh, came damn close. Got Barsha. And uh, and took off and uh, yeah, pretty impressive. JT, great great ride for Kenny to, to double up now. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know when he becomes a title contender for you, but he's certainly riding well. And um, you know, like mentally, he just you know he was on your uh, pulp show that I joined you on Monday, and just mentally and the way he sounded was pretty encouraging. He just sounded like he's trying to approach things differently and he, he was really tight-lipped about the the things he's changed and the approach and who's involved and all that stuff but when you watch him ride man he looks really confident right now um i'm actually a little surprised he wasn't more aggressive at the opening round trying to get that win with the way you watched him ride ever since so we'll see right we're only five rounds into a 17 round series but damn he looks good so far yeah especially on a track that was Brutal, just like Indy one, and just ruddy and shitty, right? And he just looked, he looked really good. Um, yeah, Weege, pretty impressive ride. Yeah, I mean it was fantastic, and I mean, <clears throat> hey, you can qualify and say that Tomac didn't get a start, but you got to give credit where it's due. He just looked unreal, and this mental thing, I did feel Kenny was already showing that he had a revamped attitude on racing, even at the opener and the press conferences leading into the series and everything. Mm-hmm. And that really got put to the test with the Red Cross flag deal and the Dean Wilson getting blocked deal. Um, but he's really lived up to it. Like, here's my theory on Kenny. He's honestly one of the more confident guys. Like, I don't think he struggles like most riders do with, you know, believing in himself, right? So I think he just took all these obstacles that rolled up in front of him, like the arms, the other arm, his brother-in-law getting hurt, getting sick, losing race in the last lap. And I think he was just like, yeah, whatever, man. That's not going to bother me. And right. I think eventually it was too much for even he to take on. So I think right now he's just in this, whatever happens, happens. If it's good or bad, I'm not going to live and die by the result. I'm just enjoying the fact that I get paid to ride my motorcycle. And But I'm with you. Working. I'm with you. Totally. Yeah. And you agree. Yeah. And you just mentioned all the obstacles that's kind of helped him or hurt him over the years. And I, and he, yeah. he may mention it on Monday show a lot about this new attitude and everything else. But that attitude many times is kind of what I think Jason Anderson has now. And and that's that's not conducive to crushing guys on the weekends, right? Like it's it's working for him, and I'm not saying it's not. I'm just generally speaking, having the attitude of like, oh yeah, man, like it's all good. Like I'm not gonna let that bother me. Like, you know what I mean? Like blah blah blah. A lot of these guys are wound up real tight, and uh, and that kind of stuff is what knocks them off that tip of the spear. But not Kenny. No, whatever he's whatever he's doing is working. I think that's two different. I think it's two different things. I understand, but I think there's. Um not caring, and there's pretending you're not caring when you actually do. 
Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like for this, this is all a tool for Kenny to actually get better results. Um, if that makes sense. Right. Um, yep. Pretty damn good. Pretty good. Pretty good uh, ride for for Roxon for sure. And he, uh, what's he got for points lead now? Thirteen now. Yeah, nice work. Yeah, that's how the heck did that happen, right? Right. <laughs> well, you're like thirteen. Huh? And then I, I mean, one of the things I talked about too was uh, uh, his bike and and the new bike and it's really different and everything else. Um, hey man, it's work, looking really good. So uh, good job for Kenny and the Honda guys, and he's got to feel pretty good right about now. Uh, Barsher qualified 12th, didn't look that well, especially coming off Indy 1, which wasn't good for him. And, uh, man, he hung in there, and no, I don't think any of us on this call thought he would hold off Eli, right? Nobody did. No, I did no. not. JT? No. 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 And, dude, got caught, regrouped, pulled away, got caught again, battled Eli, right? To the, got second. JT, great ride for Justin. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's just what he needed. You know, we talked several times throughout Sunday and Monday about, you know, what was going on with Barsha. He just didn't look good. He didn't look like himself at any point throughout the day. And I was, I don't say hard on him. I was just very uh, curious as to what the hell was going on because I couldn't find any bright spots on his Saturday. And to be honest, Tuesday was kind of trending the same way. And then in the main event, he got the start and he upped his pace and he found some resiliency, and he kind of righted the ship. So we'll see what Saturday brings. But I, I thought it was a very critical main event for Barsha to turn things around and, and mentally just kind of get back to where he was leaving Houston. I don't think he got the fake start either, Weege. I think JB did one time. I think Coop got the fake start. So your theory maybe, you know, not that know, solid. Man, I don't go to the races anymore. I, I can't be held accountable. Anymore. Okay, all right, okay. I know what I've seen, okay? I know what I've seen. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I agree with JT, man. That is massive. I think one more bad race, and it right. was uh, it was going to trend out of control. I do want to say here, I'm watching qualifying back, and I believe – I'm going to take this back. I believe that tough block was there in the final session. It was not there at the beginning, definitely. I, I thought I'm I saw thinking it, it's here. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it is there. So, Okay, well, either way, it's a horrible idea, no matter what. <laughs> Okay, they it was there and they knew, but still, you would not recommend to be put there anyway. Don't put don't put tough walks on landings, especially on a track that's going to get super ruddy, and guys are not going to always be able to control their trajectory. You're asking for trouble. Okay. Uh, Tomac third um, didn't get a great start. Well, he, he got a decent start, but I, I just happened to be watching him the first lap, and it's something that he's battled with in the past. He got passed by like two or three guys in the first lap after the first turn all those rhythms he was fourth or whatever and then he just shuffled back to sixth or seventh and then he got going it was it was bizarre i mean i don't think it really cost him you know because barsha held him off pretty strong he got right up there to barsha but yeah not a great opening lap for eli but he battled back to uh to third so um yeah it's good good ride for him and uh web fourth and uh, just you know way back there and just as the minutes go down, as the minutes go down, Webb just starts getting guys, and, and Adam uh, made a mistake. Aaron, Aaron Plessinger rode really well, made a mistake. Um, Osborne didn't, and just uh, Mookie crashed. Just Cooper Webb, that's what he does, Weech. That's that's exactly what he does. He, he wasn't noticeable all really night long, and he's fourth. 
two things there. Um, it is almost inevitable now. If he's reasonably close to someone in the last five minutes, you're like, he's going to get him and maybe two other guys. Yeah. Uh, so that is crazy. And I've got to figure that now it's at the point where he knows it and they know it. So it's only going to be that much harder to stop it, right? But I do want to get into, look, gate picks and starts. We don't have any definitive proof that best gate pick equals whole shot. Uh, but if you're web, you're going to say, hey, I was on my way to winning a heat, and this tough block, which is another issue, uh, got me, and then that you know resulted in a worse gate pick. And um, Tomac, by the way, was leading his heat. He fell down on his own. So I wonder if those two are going to be like, damn it. They could have won their heat, and they're at least going to say, oh, I, that hurt my gate pick, and that's why I didn't get the start. Yeah. Now, we know that it doesn't necessarily mean that, but they're probably thinking that. Right. Yeah, Marvin made Matt mention. Marvin won the heat. And said, right, Marvin won the heat? This, yeah, that, yeah, well, so that's how you can't prove it because then Marv won the heat, but he did. Yeah, but one of the things. Start with the good pick. Yeah, Marv, Marv said on the podium, he's like, oh, I, I haven't had a good gate pick, and this is going to help me get the good gate pick, you know, yeah. ex, et cetera, et cetera. I always just say, like, ah, if you're in the top six, you're fine, you know, like there's lots of spots, but sometimes the gates, the lines get beat up, but generally speaking. Well, the heat race winners were Roxon, got a good start, and Muzan didn't, so yeah. it just proves it's a very fuzzy connection i don't i don't think if you're web you're gonna you're gonna say that yeah i don't think it's near as important with the grades now when when it was dirt gates it was it was much more important um you know ricky carmichael used to coin the phrase or he did coin the phrase uh condition over position no be careful that's rj rj would will will come after you that's fine rj can come after me ricky carmichael coined the phrase uh condition before position wow jt and uh yeah, it, it rings true, though. You don't always have to get the very inside or the very outside. I mean, guys, whole shot from all over the gates. You just need to be able to come out of the gate clean and accelerate through the first 10 feet and get clear, and then you're good. Um, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that tough block in the corner, that was uh, a constant source of uh, grabbing guys. I didn't walk the track, so I don't really know what the deal was there. But, yeah, that thing, it got uh, – Nope, nobody walked the track. Right. You're not allowed to anymore. Right. It got a lot of guys, so I don't really know, like, was it – was it getting knocked further out? Were guys trying to cut it too close? No, it's just you know? it's just a flat corner. It's a flat corner with the tough block sticking into the line, right? So guys are cutting it tight, as tight as humanly possible. And then when you start leaning, that's where the problem comes in. Because go ahead. No, you you're fine. Oh, I thought you were jumping in. Uh, so basically, you make the line, and then as guys lean and lean and lean as the rut works in, then they start catching it. Whether it's their shifter or their clutch lever or whatever um i mean this has gone on for years and years and years and a big part of it is that those tough blocks are so grabby you know if it was a hay bale no big deal i've hit hay bales you just keep going but those tough blocks grab whatever it is there's traction in them and they grab your shifter they grab the tire they grab your clutch lever they grab your bars and then you end up on the ground i also think the guys weren't setting it back to where it was either at one point there was three of them and they were trying to put it back to the right spot and they were like it kind of didn't look like it was right in the right spot you know i don't want to come down too hard on those guys but i don't know if they were putting it all the way back to where it was i don't know but but that thing mid race or in between in between uh one of the heats okay i was gonna say mid race like who the hell knows like they're just running around dig dugs are everywhere yeah yeah um ap fifth place ran fourth forever good job ap yeah good ride yeah good ride Weege, good, good to see you. Yeah, yeah, that was. You needed to see it. Um, I feel like all three of those Yamaha guys are, like, right there. They've been good. Not quite great yet, besides that one ride for Ferrandis. But 
you feel like they're in uh they got puncher's chance like they're in position any night could be the night it was a little odd though what were we saying about Webb? where i'm like they know it he knows it i mean he did not even try to hold Webb back no <laughs> on the last slap it's very odd to me it wasn't for a podium it was yeah. fourth and fifth if you're ap you're probably like jesus I've had enough problems the last couple of years. Go ahead and have it. I'm just want to bring this thing home. But uh, that was a lot. But otherwise, big step in the right direction. AC uh, ran third for a long time. Uh, ended up sixth. Got caught up in a freight train. Um, he tipped over too, right? Or he went off the track? Whoops. Got yeah. Him. yeah. Yeah. Went off into whoops. Right. Yeah. Uh, went off the track. So sixth place for Adam. I didn't talk to him after the race. I'm not sure how uh, how upset he is or whatever. But, uh, yeah. So, um Hey, you know, I got a theory here on Adam. This one's pretty crazy. See what you think, Steve. Uh, way back, how he had a number nine guy coming through the ranks, moved up to the big class first mm, year. Yeah. Balls fast. Right. Crashed a lot. Yeah. Didn't make it to all the races. Year two, much more quiet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a fourth, fifth place guy. One, he won Not the outdoor one. race. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he won the outdoor race back then when Daytona was very outdoor-like. But right. otherwise, he was like a fourth, fifth guy all yeah. year. Yeah, And everybody's like, that's good, that's good. You crashed too much the year before. Let's see if you can smooth out. And then the third year, uh, he won 13 races in a row mm-hmm. and beat the greatest Supercross rider of all time for the title. Yep. So I don't know if you've heard this theory before, Steve, but it's kind of a similar trajectory here. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Imagine that. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I came up with it myself. Oh, okay. Myself right All right. Now. Yeah. No. Great. Great work on that one. Good job. He also wore Fox, nine too. He it's wore Fox weird. and Fox gear. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm. Now the hard part's still ahead. I don't know if he's going to win thirteen in a row next year. That hard part is still yet to be done. That might be tough. Yeah. <laughs> that um. Might be tough. But this. If you go back and look at Ricky Carmichael's results, two thousand, his second year, they were lots of fourths and fifths and some thirds. And that's exactly where Adam pretty much has been yep. this year. He's had some mistakes, but he's avoiding he's avoiding the big one. He's riding a little injured too, so I haven't talked to him. But you know, yeah. I talked to him after Indy one. I don't think it, I can't imagine two days later it was so much better. So didn't Ricky yeah. ride four fifty and ninety nine? Yeah, he crashed yes, up. Yes, that yeah. was a disaster. Balls fast, okay. crashed right. all the time here. So are we comparing his? Quiet. Yeah. Okay. Some, I don't know if we're comparing Adam's year first year to that or. No, I'm comparing Adam's first year to that, and then Adam's second year to Ricky's second year, which was, like I said, just a lot of third, fourth, fifth. Yeah, and someone said that um, that reminds him a lot of that, and then I was told no. Yeah, I, I'm I'm still not on board. Okay, <laughs> great. Uh, Zach Osborne, quiet night for Zacho. Uh, bad start. Uh, worked his way up uh, again. Like in this in this kind of field, man. Like, you know what? Do you, like Kenny. Kenny's gotten one bad start this year, and he got sixth, right? True. Like, that's kind of where yeah. we're at. It's not going to be. Also, too, as well, why are these tracks so short? What are we doing? What's going on? They're so short. I don't know. I have to. I would should go back and look at Indy from 2019 or whatever. I don't know if it's a, it's a football stadium, and, and Houston's the same way. But, God, can we get these tracks a little longer? The Some, lap times? Yeah, the lap times, yeah. But What's the big deal? Just that it tracks is grinding yeah, up Yeah, the tra- tracks get beat what? down a little bit, and I think it it, it hurts the race a little bit. I I do agree, but I, I, I think it's a minor point. I mean, the race is the same amount of distance. Mm-hmm. Um, is the diff- difference between 24 
laps in 27? Like, I think the fans see 40-second lap time and say this is a joke of a race. But remember, the race itself is the same yes. exact amount of time. So I understand it is different. There's going to be more lappers on a shorter track, and the track's going to get a little more beat up. But we're only talking the difference between, like, three more laps. It's yeah. not... Yeah, it's I not, think it's, it's not, more the window dressing. 40-some second lap times just sound not right. They they don't. And, you know, if you had a longer track, there's possibly more chances to pass. Right? You have another yeah. section there. You have another thing to, to screw up, another thing to make a mistake on or whatever, you know, another thing to... I don't... I don't think they can really add more sections looking at the track the maps. Length. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, I think yeah, it's, yeah they got to slow, slow them down. Yeah, slow that's down. all they can really do. Right, they're using the whole floor. I don't know what more they can yeah. do. And one <sighs> other thing I don't think people realize is they tried for a couple of years to have like more, like a half straightaway and then a turn and then another. And I I've heard people say like they need to do more of that. You just get more turns and more one eighties in there. But then the riders always tell you they need the whole length of the stadium, right, to get yeah. a run, get up on speed, a guy. and yeah, get up speed and and all that. Yeah, because they're like, I can't gain a full bike length in 100 feet, but I can gain it in 300, and then by the time I get to the corner, I'm there. So they're going to have long straights. AJT, I'm going to throw this one at you. It was shocking how steep the angles were on Saturday, and that with the ruts was a pretty gnarly combo. It seemed to me that they made a concerted effort to go the other direction uh, on Tuesday. The jumps were flat, I felt. Forward yeah, and get, flat instead of straight. I up. guess so. I guess so. I, I thought the the dirt was significantly more firm as yep. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I hadn't really considered it. I would say uh, maybe a little bit. I, I don't think an overwhelming amount, but I think they would be well served to tone them down if that was a a, a decision made. I would be yeah. in support of that because those guys were just literally inches away from disaster at all times in the main event. Yeah. Yeah, Tomac remarked that it was flatter angles, I think. After yeah, qualifying. and that's fine. If, if that was on purpose, then I'm all for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then that makes it faster or shorter lap. Well, lines. sure, I but I, I'll do. take safety over, you know, if, if it's got to be 47 seconds versus 51, but the yep. track's way safer and all the stars stay in the sport, yep. I'll take that. Got it. Joey Savacci, eighth. Good job for Joey. Uh, Ferrandis, ninth. Didn't notice a hell of a lot from Ferrandis Ferrandis on the night. Um Steady. Malcolm was actually further back than you think. I think it was really. Did he crash at some point? I got the lap chart here. I in think front he of me. might have been 18. I'm going to go back and look. I thought he was like 18th or something. Uh, yeah, he was 18th. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he crashed on third yeah, lap. So that's... Yeah. Um, Malcolm was sick forever. Uh, crashed late in the whoops. Uh, he also cleaned out freeze on, early on. Um. In, after the whoops and, and like whatever like on the fourth lap like it wasn't that bad it was fine it was a super cross aggressive pass uh but then freeze held him up while lapping and i thought malcolm was gonna lose his mind that was awesome to watch and then freeze kind of let him go but for two laps vince was like oh yeah watch this and I oh my god did you see kenny hit freezy no oh lapping him obviously. Oh, I don't, I, i'm assuming i'm assuming that freezy would gotten away because Kenny, I mean, there's no other way to put it. He he intentionally went out and just blasted Freezy into next week. Knocked so, him down? Knocked him down? No, uh, I don't know if he ended up crashing, but he definitely was stopped for a second. Uh, so all I can assume is that he got, he wouldn't move. Vince it was, you don't, you don't see Kenny do that very often, and, right. it, and it was 100% intentional. Vince is having a rough year. A rough yeah. year, dude. So, Did you see this? Yeah, I did. And Kenny remarked today in the press conference, he threw a, that guy, I just always seem to be around him. 
<laughs> Get your thoughts, JT. <laughs> Man, I, I've really tried to not hammer Freezy so much because he's been better. Um, so I and I didn't see what he did to Kenny, so I'll just I'll just stay away from this one. But the point remains that Freezy finds himself in in uh, net net losing situations well, more than he should. I get that he was pissed at Malcolm. Malcolm came in underneath him and took out his front tire like in a block pass move. Uh, yep. I get that he was, but hey. How about if you're on a lead lap, get him back. Don't hold him up while he's lapping you. I just think that's that's BS. But, I mean, then again, I was fully in support on the Re-Raceables podcast of Burnworth jacking with with RJ because that was really bad what RJ did to him. So, in the Anaheim 86, we each, right? Remember that? Yeah. 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 I mean, RJ hit him pretty hard. Um, um, so, yeah. Marvin got 11th. Uh, Marvin, again, uh, he's crashing. It's uh, it's official now. It's official. Marv is crashing. Oh. Yeah, what is Marv it like, is uh... Pastrana. He's Travis Pastrana. Oh, okay. All right. All right. No, is he Carmichael no, no, 99? No. The, the crash this weekend wasn't even his fault. Uh, it doesn't matter. They're all finding him. What? He, he's Travis Pastrana. Brayton was laying on the track. He's, he's going to go He's gonna go skydiving next with a cat. <laughs> he's having a rough year. God. He dude. is, but yeah. uh, this one wasn't even his fault. No, I know. Yeah. No. It, um, he actually bumped into Plessinger uh, at the beginning, but I can't quite see it. I can see it Plessinger's back tire, like first lap. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I, I don't want to judge without seeing. I mean, I, I don't mean, know I, what happens. He's just having. Right. My point is, is he's just crashing. Like, it, go, it has gone rough. It, he's it, riding well though. That's yeah. He's got to be super, the, super frustrated. It's a terrible thing for him. It's going to come together. I mean, he's already got one podium. You know, one out of five, he's got a podium. It's going to come together for him. I don't know when. It could be, you know, Saturday. Gonna... But the riding, like I, I've written a couple times and I've said a couple times, if the riding is sound, and that's the same for Zach Osborne, if you're riding well, the rest of it will eventually come together. You're going to freak out on his Fault Max handicap again, or how's that going to go? Uh, perhaps. Okay. We're working on them as we speak. All right. Um, Tickle 12th, Benny Bloss 13th. Oh, Marty. Who's it going worse for, Marty or Marvin? It's Marty just because he doesn't have a podium. Marty was looking good. He was fast all day. He qualified fast. Uh, he was turning it around, fine in the main event, and then he just almost at the same spot where he went off at Indy 1. He's on the concrete again. Really? Marty has to be very, V angry. Yeah. It's God. It's gone rough. Every race. Yep. Happened in every race. Uh, Chiz Chizzed, 15th. Beating Bogle, beating Hartraff, guys who have rides, you know, are making money, making salaries. Chiz is beating them. Uh, didn't do it the one week I picked him on Fantasy. It's the only time he didn't Chiz. <laughs> Thanks, Chiz. Carlin Gardner just took off in the uh, LCQ. Good job for Carlin Gardner. That was good. Uh, A Ray made it in and relatively had a smooth night for A Ray. Just, yeah, made it in, just smooth, easy night for him. Very odd. Kay Clayson makes it, JT. Yeah, good for him. Uh, I was very happy for him. That was awesome. Well, I had Starling, who was all over him for the last spot. So, not so good. But, no, nah, good job yeah. for Kay Clayson. Well, and you, oh, yeah. you know, he was on Pulver Metro with us Monday. And you can just tell, like, he's, he's stressing about, you know, he feels like he should be qualifying. And I could argue that, right? There's a lot of guys that should be qualifying. He's right in there with them. I don't think it's a given that he should be qualifying, but I was happy to see him finally get in there. After uh, the Houston round, he had it. And then Indy 1, eh, 
he just wasn't quite fast enough. I don't think that was anybody's fault. You just he just wasn't quite good enough. But yeah, I mean he he had some help, right? He, we lose Anderson, um, which was probably the difference there. But hey, when the opportunity arises, you got to take it. Yeah, Anderson uh, out with a fractured finger. Uh, I don't know what's that. Three weeks, two three weeks maybe. It dislocated, dislocated. Oh, okay. So um, I don't think it'll take that long. It, it's just going to be a pain thing. Um, how's how's Team Brayton? How's JB Ten? How are we doing? Wage. Look, man, we're we already got a podium. We're good. We're okay. Good. All right. But Bummer, I'm, the last two, that would have been two top tens. I, I, I think it would have held on, obviously, the other night as well, had that crash on the finish line area. So that's a bummer. I don't know how much it affects. Like, I don't know if this is like the points really matter. You know, obviously no one's pumped to go from ninth to out. But, uh, yeah, that's a lot of points today. That's two races in a row, the weirdo crash. He's not hurt, Made though, right? Impact. Like, he's fine? Well, I told us he banged his knee in his hand, but he didn't seem very... Right. Overly concerned, so right. I guess it's okay. Right. Got run over by Marv. And by the way, looking back, Marv did start about fifth, so he didn't actually get a bad start with a good eight pick. But then you see him, Freezy, and Plessinger go under the tunnel, and then Marv is gone. So, oh, yeah, 16th after 16th after first lap. Um, right. But what you can't right. see is that if they could tell you where they were. Oh, yeah, they can't. Before no. that, you would see it actually no. got a good start, but we don't have to see No, can't, can't tell you that. Um, no. All right, uh, that's 450s. Anything else? Anything else 450-wise? Title picks. Tomax one back of Webb for second in the points, uh, and uh, Barsha is uh, 19 back. 19 back already of, of Kenny. What the heck? Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's almost a race. So, my, these things start to fly what, by. After round three, it was the closest ever. It was eight guys at eight points. Yeah. Remember we had Barsha and Baggett win the first two, and it was all going to be the crazy <laughs> year. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to thank the folks at uh, Fly Racing, of course. Fly Racing 2021 stuff is out now. Please check them out on the uh, web or at your local dealer or favorite e-tailer like Botosport.com. You can go there as well and check out the Fly Racing stuff. Thank you to Renthal, uh, 7-8 bar, fat bar, regular bar, uh, whatever it is. They got you covered. Uh, Eli Tomac, Kenny Roxon, Adam Cincirillo, Chase Sexton, running Renthals, of course. Thank the folks at Max's Tires, Cobra Links, and Motorsport.com. And, of course, our folks at Arma are on board with us. Uh, I use Arma every single uh, mountain bike ride I go on. I take some of the Blitz for hydration. I take some of the Fire for, like, a caffeine, for, like, a stimulant. I mix them together with a water bottle, and it's fantastic. Great tasting as well. Pulpamex 20 is the code to save at Arma.com if you go there. And uh, Nick Way. Jeremy McGrath, Adam Cincirillo, uh, a bunch of guys are involved in ownership levels. Chad Reed, uh, ownership levels of this company. So you know it's good, and it's uh, it's all uh, uh, tested by the uh, highest standards out there as far as the uh, Olympic stuff. So you know you know what you're taking is safe and legal and everything else. Arma.com and Weege also as well. Yeah, OnXMaps.com or Onyx Offroad in the App Store. Four hundred and twenty-five thousand miles of off-road trails are mapped here. And what's also cool is you can combine like a 3D and a satellite map, like a topographical map and a satellite map. So you get much better looks at these trails than you would by just using Google Maps or anything like that. So go to onxmaps.com or onx off-road. Uh, you can do a free trial, and uh, you could probably even find places to ride your e-mountain bike, Steve. Oh, you think? Ooh. I mean, 425,000 miles, certainly. Um. All right, Uh. Weege, I threw this question out at the Pulp Show on Monday, and uh, you weren't there. You you were gone home, of course, left us. Um, who's the 250 Supercross privateer 
that's impressed you the most that you know the least about? Like just nothing. Like you got nothing on this guy, and and you're like, huh? Look at him. Like JT, who'd you pick? Do you remember? Uh, I think I went Slosher. I I thought I picked Slosher too. No. Yeah, I don't remember. I think we both I think we both went with Slosher hmm. because uh, uh, somebody went with um with uh, uh somebody picked Simonson. Yeah. Oh no, I picked Simonson. Cade's yeah, teammate. He's on Cade's team. Right. Yeah. Right. I picked Schlosser. Yeah. So, Weege, who's the guy that's just you're like, huh? It's kind of a sliding scale uh, to answer this one. So, I guess the guy that I that I've noticed the most that I know the least about might be Harriman. Okay. David Harriman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to give a shout out to Carnell, who has become, and I know you like two things in life, Carnell, Asada, and Carnell. Yep. Uh, he's become like just somewhere silently un- un- unbeknownst to me, he became like a guy on a team and like <laughs> and all this stuff. I didn't realize he went from a bubble guy to like a, oh yeah, he's always in the main and he scores points. He has to be yeah, he, t- all that. he uh, took that a, one snuck by me. So I want to give him credit too. He took a big jump like last year. He was just a night show guy. And then what, yes. he, he what impre- is his, hmm? yep. What is his relationship to the Carnell brothers they used to race? Nephew? I have no idea who you're talking about. Oh, I never heard of them. Vincent Carnell and Brian Carnell? No? no. I used to race against them. Oh, okay. uh, early 2000s from Ohio. They were professionals, national number, all that stuff. Oh. I think he. He's, I think it's nephew. He's from Ohio. so. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm aware. Um, mm. Oh, uh, somebody said Thomas Doe. Uh, K might have said Thomas Doe, and we're like, no, no, no. He's a French guy. You know, yeah. older guy. Like so, But, yeah. So, anyway, so uh, – Harriman, huh, Weege? I don't. Yeah, I know nothing about him. Okay, I just noticed his name on the it's, CB board. Quite it's a bit. like, okay, I want to. I like these guys. It's hard to shit on them, but they lapped up the fifth. But you're about to. I'm about to shit. With all due respect, I'm about to shit on you guys. Right. It, I like Irv. Joe Schmota fell way back, got fourth. Grant Harlan in fifth, great ride for Harlan, got lapped. It's Listen, it's, guys in the heat race that got ninth got lapped. It's, I, I don't know, I, a few years ago that prompted my national point outrage. Uh, I want to say there were dudes getting sixth and seventh. Uh, to the east. Was ravaged yeah, by injuries. Yeah, I went back. I looked this up. This is the year that uh, Wilbur and Marv battled for the title. Okay. And respect to them, they're good. But that also was a – last year was no picnic either. But that was an all-time decimation year. Um, but hold sad. on. Guys guys made it out of the heat race and got lapped. In Are the heat race. Yes. This happened? Yes, last, uh, last night. Oh, my God. Yep. Someone in the top ten got lapped in the heat. Ninth place got lapped. Uh, so how do you wow. even like you know how do you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be a dick. There's nothing it. they can do about it. I yeah. mean, what do you you know? Like, yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I got I got perspective. I don't want to name names here from a rider who used to race uh, Supercross. Okay. And uh, text was, I don't want to name names. Jesus, I used to work my balls off to get fifth in a race, and these dudes get lapped and get fifth. Yeah, I have a hot, I have a hot take here, though. It's you, not hot. Oh, it's, it's that, a take. that you know it's who that was. Take. That you know who that. No, text no, no. Was? Okay. I, I know exactly who that was. But I have a take. 
So on the other end of the spectrum, okay, we're all looking at class going, oh boy, I've had a hundred texts, people asking me to race the Orlando rounds or, or whatever the next, the next rounds that this class goes. I don't even know when, when it would Daytona maybe. And I'm like, uh, no, but for some, for some of these guys, okay, let's pick Jeremy hand, uh, Grant Harwin, I guess anybody who's getting top 10 finishers right now that are on very low budget privateer efforts. And let's face it. We know that long-term they're not going to make a lot of money racing a dirt bike, right? At some point they're going to have to go get a job like the rest of us working stiffs racing dirt bikes. Isn't going to take them to the promised land financially. Okay. That's not a derogatory comment. That's just reality. I lived it. Everyone else will deal with this, right? So, in that spectrum or that light, I kind of think it's cool because some of these guys, you know, whether it's Moran's or any of those guys that are in that range that are getting from fifth to 10th at a race like Indy two, when they're 40 years old or when they're 50 years old, they're going to look back and they're going to show people and go, I got sixth place at a monster energy supercross in 250 class. Like this, these races, this opportunity is going to be, in my opinion, the shining moment of their career. And that's, this isn't their fault. They can't do anything about that. The, that the class is weak or that, you know, there's the fields really shallow. None of that matters. So if you look at it like that, I'm happy for these guys. I think it's career defining moments for them because financially, I don't think it's going to be career defining ever. There's just not enough money. Our sports too small, but this, this couldn't be something they're going to look back on in a decade and be so proud of. So, and that, aspect i'm really happy to see this happening now on the other hand the racing sucks and after the first few guys there's really not a whole lot going on um but putting myself in their shoes man it's it's going to be cool for them to have you know be always able to hang their hat on these results and oldenburg gets to say that he made a main event without qualifying years years from now <laughs> and the great thing is that jeremy hand's going to be number 12 next year oh my god yeah just remember people these guys are getting full national points full points He's just going to take a two off. He's number 122. He's yep. just going to go to number 12. Yep. Yep. Just remember that, everybody. 122 might be available. Maybe it'll be the legacy. <laughs> um, that chat, chat will be back. If, okay. If Moseman doesn't hit Max Miller, who I hope is okay, by the way, um, does he win the race? Do we think he wins? He looked pretty sure. good. I mean, it was only lap eight, and they did 19. He did look good, and he had a three-second lead, but there, there were 11 more laps. Well, <laughs> should have been... 12. Yeah, right. Um, I want to count. I'm going to say, I'm going to say maybe, but I'm going to lean towards no. Okay, uh, he, he had a faster lap time by quite a bit. By, by I, I get it. Yeah. I, I really like how Colt has approached the end of these main events. So I'm going to lean on Colt being able to make it happen down the stretch. One thing for sure is if you're Colt, you're loving this because, like, what has to happen for you to not be able to get back up into third? Like a rear wheel fall yeah. off your bike? Yeah, no, it turns into if you have a big points lead, it's very difficult for anybody to do anything about it. Yeah, you're just like, It Sweet. turns into Weege's favorite scenario. They're just going to go 1-2, one, 1-2 two, one, two down the stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, great ride by Colt for sure. Mosman, bummer for Mosman. Like I said, Max Miller's uh, cartwheeling motorcycle got him. Uh, do we know if Miller's okay? He looked... Yeah, I just checked his social. He doesn't have a report on round five. Uh, I don't know. His parents were in the suite again that I was oh. in. 
Hold and, on. Uh, the guy, I, so, the guy, I don't, the I guy don't wears know. seven gear. What, do you, what are they doing in your suite? I understand that we are a. Uh, I'm not allowed in. Equal opportunity. We're an equal. Oh my God! Don't get me started. I'm not allowed in, but these guys who kid wear seven can get in. Cool. Right you on. are you are an elitist now, and too good to <laughs> hang with us common folk. Okay. All right. Got it. I mean, that's pretty much what it comes down to. Do we think? I know I came off like a dick on Monday show, but that's not that's not. I'm not a dick, but I know that was a dick thing. I came off like a dick, but I'm not a dick. I got a, I got an email today that said I was a dick. So <laughs> for not wanting to hang out with people yes. that you perceive below you? No, I don't perceive them below me. I got things to do. <laughs> I know, I'm just it's I'm just throwing that in there. 30 minutes I got to I got to talk to people. I got I'm busy. Okay. You think you're busy. Is Jet but you're really not. Is Jet, it's just inconvenient for you. Is Jet going to be back? Is this something serious do we know? What's what's the agent say, Weege? No, I haven't hit him up on that. I mean, I feel like if you're smart, you only have two races to go here. There's a Saturday race, and there's one Orlando, uh-huh. and then a massive break. So, I mean, why would you? It's two races to get almost three months off. I would skip them. Oh, you're saying? I, I thought you were making a case for racing. I'm like, you only got two more. Okay, you know, yeah, skip them, right? No, yeah. I'm saying you yeah. all skipping two races gets you months off. Although this is hilarious. Uh, Ken Roxon was asked. Um, if he communicates with Jed or talks to him at all. They actually asked in the press conference, like, hey, do any of the guys on your 250 team help you learn the track? And they're like, nah, it changes too much. It doesn't help. But Ken then threw and he's like, yeah, I basically went in there and said, uh, you got to man the F up and ride. Right. Yeah, sounds about right. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sometimes uh, you got to be tough. We've all hit the ground hard. You got to go and race. Well, and I was hopefully. I surprised to hear that. Hopefully, there's no structural damage. And, That's you know the big the big thing. Because if he's out for summer too, that would be let's, catastrophic. Let's not forget the big whoop crash earlier. I mean, obviously oh, that the, was a big the, one. Yeah, obviously uh, um, the the tough block thing got him, took him out. But the whoop crash was not good either. Can we so. can we talk about his approach into those things from the uh, viewpoint of Kevin Morans? Um, yeah, it was Stu esque, reckless abandon. It was Stu esque. It was. He reminds me of Stu. He really does. I told somebody that a couple really? weeks ago. Yeah, he does. Just because hmm. he looks so good, but he's not able to hold it together. I'm not. I'm not there. I, Stu to me. Stu revolutionized the way people rode. I think Jets just uber talented. Um, I, I don't know. It's it just we're semantics. We you know. We're, right. Like I'm talking. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, outside of the scrubbing, you know. But I mean, just Stu looked so good, so just, smooth, so fast. I, I get. Yeah. I guess when I watch Stu ride, I'm like, no one else can do what he's doing. No one can do what he's doing. And Ricky could beat him, but he did it a different no, way. I, like, well, yeah, I was talking Stu 125 days. Stu when he lost the title to Preston. Yeah, Stu I, I know. the early Stu, years. Stu, no yeah. one could do the things he was doing yeah. in the way he did them. I think Jeb is just crazy good. I don't know. It, it's whatever. Right. Um, one thing, though, is is one thing that's not, not undeniable is uh, – no, one thing that's undeniable. Got it. One thing that's undeniable is that C- Craig loses time at the end of the races. Nichols has him over in in fitness. I really believe that. I've seen enough now. So is it is it fitness or is it Nichols rides deteriorated tracks better? Uh, it's not not a loaded question. I'm I'm generally curious. Well, isn't that's the same thing? De- de- deteriorated tracks perhaps take more fitness. No, well, I I don't mean it in that way. I just mean when the track gets more difficult to ride you can't go quite as fast you have to be more careful and uh it's a different type of racetrack because my opinion 
opinion is that Christian, when the track is perfect, is damn near unbeatable. And that's overstating it, but I think that is strength is he is so good when the track is perfect, but as the track gets worse, so does he. He just is not able to exude his strength as much, and then it kind of comes back to the middle, and then Colt kind of shines in that scenario. What do you think, Weege? Yeah, not a theory. I don't anything comes down to these days, especially when you have guys that like literally on the trainer. I don't think things come down to just more work and one one guy is fitter than the other. Gap narrowed so rock terrain better. Or you know, I've said this a million times. If you go harder at the beginning of the race, you're going to be more tireder uh, at the end. <laughs> you know, like Tomac has said over and over. I don't. Just get less. T- I just go the same speed the entire race. It looks like I'm like on the afterburners at the end. They're just slowing down. Like they're yeah. sprinting right. and then slowing. I'm just going the same. So uh, yeah, I don't get a fitness thing. And I mean, okay, Webb's last three four laps every race is that a fitness thing? I don't think it's a fitness thing. That that level of those guys are all in shape. I think it's different. It's just something else. I, I I can only relate to this with my own experience. And for me, it came down to. Uh, fast twitch versus slow twitch. Mm-hmm. And I think Kenny, for example, is extremely talented and gifted in fast twitch. Like the first few laps, he is just a lightning bolt. Like immediately, he can go from zero to 100 in his best self in the first lap. I could not do that. I was I was not good to start with. Let's start. Let's go there. But I was really bad at the beginning. And by the end, I kind of got warmed up and I was at my best at the very end. So I don't know if it's some of that where Webb is better at the end because of that and Tomac's better at the end because of that and then Kenny and Christian are better at the beginning because they are more fast twitch inclined there could be some of that in play too well Craig's yeah I've Cra- heard uh, both Roxon and Dunge now that they're not racing each other anymore they both said that like okay everybody always said Dunge is a diesel and he's like you know how many sprints I did like I tried oh same to, for me like, of course yeah yeah it's not like it's I didn't like, know that yep. like <laughs> I knew it was a right. weakness or just couldn't do much about it yeah, so Dunge and Tomac are just slow twitch. And then I think Kenny, I mean, there's been plenty of races where Kenny's been passed late in the race. I don't think that's because he doesn't train hard enough. If you're really good for the first two minutes of an event, maybe the 22nd minute, maybe you're not as good. Craig's, Craig's worst two races more. Craig's worst two races of the night were worst two laps were the last two. 51 flat and a 50.9. Those were his worst two laps. So, Was he... He near anyone though? Was there? Wow. I don't remember. Yeah, I, he he got close, and then he said he got blocked by a lapper, and then I think he was way back, and I think he threw in the towel. That's what. Yeah. I, that's why I think those last two. That's laps kind of what I'm guessing. That's bad. what I was getting yeah. at, right? Yep. I think he was out of it, and <laughs> had one less lap. Yeah, yeah. If he was, <laughs> yeah, that helps. If, if he was waiting for a push, it didn't, it didn't <laughs> they come. screwed him? He got screwed. Uh he's so, going to do a forty-one on that last lap. What about Thomas Doe's crash? <laughs> oh. How did the camera, like, what are the He had chances? a flat tire anyway, though. Yes. Yeah. So it didn't matter. But what, what, what's he the doing? Cameras happen to get there. He's just, yeah, cameras just happen to be on him, and he's just going to roll the finish and then just eat crap? Well, he can't. He had a flat tire. So he's, yeah. I think he was just, yeah. I think there, there was a tough block on the downside, right? Yes, he rolled over a tough block. Like, he got okay. so far off the side to move, he ended up riding right. on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but poor poor Thomas, though. Uh, he might be in crash and burn next month. Well, at least it didn't matter because his race was over anyway. 
Uh, good job for Harlan, though. Fifth. Like I said, he got lapped. But, I mean, regardless, like, you know, he's a privateer. Grant Harlan's a total privateer. Yep. Fifth place. Jeremy Hand, total good privateer. Good start. So, good ride. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jeremy Hand, not David Hand. And not the son of David Hand, the nephew of David Hand. Good job for Jeremy yeah. Hand. Carl Hand. So, we've got he's two. I believe we have two top 10 250 riders that are nephews of former pro riders. That's pretty cool. Is Carnell? Unsubstantiated, but I think nephew. Okay. Um, um, we need to get to the bottom of that. I, had I don't want to crap on these guys. They, good for them. Good for them. Yeah, don't crap on them. No, I mean, uh, good for them. I know they got lapped, but whatever. Yeah, there's nothing they, they can do about it. No. Did you have, uh, who'd you have in Pulp Max Fantasy, Weege? One of these guys. No, I know. I know you're proud when they do good. We're pumped. Great job. Right. But when they do bad, you come after them and their families and everything because then no. they screw your. No one's going after their families. They did families. not suck for that. Well, Thur you come after them. It should be a class action lawsuit. They're just trying to ride their dirt bikes. Thurin Kerman did well. Thurin Kerman. Yep. Thurin Kerman did. Yep. Fifteenth. He did. Shout out. Uh, so Thurin Kerman ran into Rich Shepard photographer at mm -hmm. uh second houston i think um and, and our man rich was down for the count like he got cleaned out yeah rich has been shooting these races for a long time so it just shows anything can happen even if you know what you're doing down there so we're somehow rich miraculously is back shooting photos he's like, back at rich. the races and what then, uh, dude he shot all he shot both indies oh he's my shooting god photos jesus yeah okay. he's like i don't know why it doesn't hurt more so they made this hilarious photo of uh, our man Lion Red, Rich Shepard, with the long red hair, with a bike being broken over his back. Like, he's just breaking it like he's Chuck Norris. Make this, they do this hilarious drawing. They turn it into a sticker of him breaking motorcycles in half and just flexing like, woo! Wow. Send me another one. And then, shout out to Curran Thurman. Thurman Curran. Uh, he, he wore the sticker! Nice! Yes. Yeah. Yeah, if you go back and qualify, you can see he's got a... Black fly racing helmet, and you can see the sticker on there. Nice. Pretty rad. Good job. Yeah, yeah. And they took some pictures together and stuff. Right. Obviously, Kern didn't mean to no. destroy a photographer, but it, no. it happened. Verizzi did well, too. Uh, seventh for Verizzi. Good job. Osby fell early and had to work his way up to eighth. And Moran's was solid. Moran's is just a solid rider. So, good job for Kevin Moran's. All right. We're, uh, anything else? Mm, I think we're good. Yeah. Indy, Indy 2, I, I will not beat yeah. Indy 3. I will not beat Indy 3. Neither will Weege. JT, you have to hold it all down. I got this. No problem. I will, will not whine it. that yep. you guys are not there either, like you would. Oh, Steve's very upset. Can you can you give RacerX tweets from the untimed practice? Can you do that? Uh, I am supposed to be helping with the spotting, so uh, I don't oh. know. The untimed? Uh, the untimed I could do. Yeah, because uh, that won't be broadcast. So yes, be I can do that. JT with and, a spotting gig, nice. And I, I, I yep. want, and I want to be off on the tweets all day. I want to be an off day. Uh, we'll see about that. Thank you. Just tell him no. Appreciate it. My boss, always being a really kind, kind boss, a listening boss, has empathy for me. Yeah. Why do you want an off day on race day? This is like the biggest day of your job. Yeah, maybe I, you know, maybe I won't get up at the crack of balls and, and watch practice. You know what I mean? Maybe I won't do that. Crack maybe. of balls. It starts at like one. Um, no, I think practice uh, practice is at like ten. Uh, what? My time? Ten local? Ten east? 
No, 10 Pacific. Okay, so that's the crack yes. of balls? Crack of balls, yeah. I got to go mountain biking, you know, all that. So <laughs> I guess that's more what I meant. I'd have to go super early mountain biking, crack of balls mountain biking to get back in time to watch practice, to tweet. Oh, God. Very, so. uh, you live a very difficult life, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that you understand. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's one step, one step closer. You might have to get up early to watch practice. Yes. Right. Be able to ride your mountain bike on the day of the race. Uh, again, everybody, if you don't make the the main event, go to the starting line anyway. Plead your case. It it worked for Mitchell Oldenburg. That's what we learned this past weekend. <laughs> Never change, AMA. Never, ever change. It's fantastic. Fly Racing, Racer X Podcast, presented by Renthal, Maxis, Cobalinks, and Motorsport.com. Thanks to RNX Maps and Arma as well. Uh, Jason Thomas, Jason Wygant, thanks, boys. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing. He's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. And I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. 
Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years go on.